everyone, and welcome back to Drinking by Stormlight, a podcast where we read high fantasy and drink mid-tier wines. Oh, right. What do we got this week, honey, on the wine list? Okay, this is a really cool-looking bottle. Yeah. I think it's called El Rudin 2018. Mm-hmm. El Rudin, El Rudin Rosso. Uh, Venuto. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, no, it's, it's Astoria <laughs> uh, is the... Is the winery, winery, winery? What am I doing? I gosh, I've been, I've been in Italy for two weeks, and I'm like, winery. <laughs> What's the matter with me? No, winery. It has a little story on the back, but it's all in Italian. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. Well, Rudin is apparently uh, the word for rust or something. Oh, yeah. I will it's say, supposed to be like rustic or something. It's a really cute bottle. Oh, well, we can try it now. Oh, well, I just, I just uh, went for it. I'm cheers sorry. to the end of. Yeah, we finished up to the end of part five. Look at this, man. This is delicious. This thing tastes, I don't want to say it tastes like dirt. <gasps> you don't like it? No, I love it. It's like, it's just, it tastes very earthy. Does that make sense? Oh, oh my God. I thought you were so going like, to tell I, I me that say, it tastes no, like dirt. No, no, no. Just, I mean, the earth and dirt are the same thing, aren't they? I guess but like, so. <laughs> You say earthy, it does sound more refined, but uh, then like, no, no. Mm, mm, it tastes like like the dirt. It kind of tastes like kind of irony. Oh, quite irony. You know, not irony like literary irony, like iron, like the thing that is in your in your blood in your bloodstream. I don't think it tastes like blood, Jeffrey. That's really bizarre. Uh, it tastes like blood. What about Takash? Jeez, I'm just talking about. <laughs> you like that taste that gets imparted into your uh, into your steak from 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 whenever you cook in a cast iron skillet. Kind of it does not taste like iron. It, it does not taste like dirt. Uh, tastes, there's something in there like this. Like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, and it's delicious. I don't know what you're <laughs> it's like it's full. It's full. And there's no. There's no. There's no sourness Mm-mm. at the end of it. You know. It's dry. Oh, I just love. Yeah, earthy. It's the only thing I think about. I, I think earthy. Fine. And in my head, I see the color orange. Is that because you're staring at the It could be that <laughs> this thing means rest and I'm looking at the bottle. Right? It's imprinted itself into the foreground of my brain. Oh, but gosh. that's it. Where'd you get this, by the way? Uh, oh, I got this one on base, actually. I know you can just go around this corner and get a bottle for two euros. But I was at the base the other day and I saw this, like, thing. I was like, this bottle looks awesome. So, yeah. It does it. look Boom. really cool. And I got, like, 10% off or something. What? Look at you. Girls, this is like... Always looking for a... It was like eight bucks. A discount. <laughs> dude, it's about mid-tier wines, dude. That's what it's all about. Getting drunk on a budget. Yes. I'm actually really proud of myself that I've gotten through two of these books, Jeffrey. These are really hard to get through. Yeah, but once you get to like the end, it's awesome, isn't it? The last part is always the best part, but Jeffrey, you have to go through so many pages to get there. Oh God, I would say that oh. the climax of this book was especially awesome. Like, there was just so much going on. There's so much, like, poof, 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 jump back and forth. I and just... then he is just a master fucking storyteller. Oh, he's of this shit. so good. Oh, yeah, like that. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to jump ahead. This is one of my favorite parts, right? No, so, no, don't you jump ahead. Oh, just this one part. No. Like it's where he, like, like Adeline... He, he, you know, he, he kills Eshenai or whatever. He buzzes her off the, the cliff and he barely right. survives it because he pulled, like, a chess move where he sacrificed her queen to, like, get the checkmate, you know, because right. he, like, broke an embrace or a piece of his armor. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I did it. You know, woohoo. And then, fuck, boof, Seth shows up, right? And he's like, oh, fuck. But then it cuts 
right? And the next thing you see is he's stumbling into the tent and he's all fucked up. Like he oh, doesn't yeah. have anything on him. He's bleeding and down. I was like, what? And he can't say it. And you know what's about to fly in that window. It's just awesome. The whole scene. And then Seth shows up and you're like, oh my God. It's, it's pretty cool. I love that. The whole scene. Yes, he's a great white man. <sighs> anyway, so we got to the end of part five today then. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. So how do you want to start this? I mean, just start. Just start. Just like that, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, part five starts with chapter 76. Uh-huh. Uh, and they call it the old hidden blade. And this is where Callie is being kind of mopey. I know. Well, because he lost Syl. And he said that he killed his friend Syl. And, like, the army has to leave without him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, guys, I don't have Syl, so I can't heal myself. And everyone's like, wow, jeez. Doesn't, doesn't did Lopin tell him to get a hat for Syl Frenna? I like Lopin. Lopin's fine. He put some, like, comedic... You know. Expand it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because here he is, he's all moping. Lopin's trying to, like, cheer him up by saying some, like, silly stuff. <laughs> Why don't you go buy her a gift? Yeah, yeah, a gift. Yeah. <laughs> and then... But Alex, Lopin, that's so stupid. Lopin, <laughs> buy her a gift. She's a sprint. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> buy her, like, a light hat. <laughs> it's even cheaper. <laughs> get her a real hat. It's great. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, it made no sense. I think you, I assume it was written just to try to like cheer Callum up. And this point in the story, Syl and Jasna have died, which mm. are two of my favorite characters. Yes, they are. I'm not enjoying the fact that Syl and Jasna are dead at this point in the at story. At this point in the story. Mm. But continue. Okay. Gave me, kind of gave me Game of Thrones type vibes, I guess. Uh-huh. Even though I've never read the books or watched the movie. But you've heard about them. Well, I've heard people getting so upset that like their favorite character like dies. Well, yeah, I mean the first book especially. You're I like, never wait, read what? it. Well, you never read it. What's wrong with you? Maybe we'll do one of those later. Oh my god, shoot me. <laughs> I can barely get through these. That's alright. The books of Game of Thrones are really good. I only have two more books after this, right? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. And then another six when we're leaving. Oh, dear lord. Yeah, when we're but like I have 50. to wait, like, You have to years. wait years. Oh, yeah. Good yeah, yeah. Good. Unfortunately, our, our, our myriad of... of uh, our one, two listeners, our myriad of friends that are been bullied into listening to our yes, podcast. Yes, thank you, Bill, for listening. Thank you. I'm going to have to wait uh, a couple of years between uh, before and before. But we will get through this together. I know it would be disappointing for everybody involved. Um, speaking- for our one listener, Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of cool. What you get, you get the high princes that show up. You got Aladar, who, like, def- he defects from Sadius. Royan, who's like basically a coward, and then Saberio, which is like a war profiteer. Like I, the three I, lowest guys you would not expect. I kept thinking, why is Saberio joining? Yeah. So he seems to be the smartest one out of all of them when it comes to like business. Right. Okay. Right? But then it's like, I guess Shallon's been hanging out with Saberio and like Saberio's like mistress. Mm-hmm. And so Hello. like I didn't really understand Sibiriel's, like, motive with coming. You know how earlier we talked about this is a story about magic coming back into the world. Right. right? And with magic, because the god in this one is honor, 
And he's starting to, the, his influence, honorable stuff is starting to come back in. Because like, you have to take oaths in order to get the magic. Okay. Or, so, like, there's an influence. Okay. And it's kind of showing you that at the beginning of this whole thing, basically nobody had any honor anymore. They're all fighting this vengeance pact and just end up being murdering each other for no reason. Like, there was no real goal. But now, like, the Dalinar and Shallon and Kalinar are showing up and, like, influencing people. Often it can happen at the lower dregs because people from you don't you, the people you at least expect it to actually are coming expect. out right. So like Saberio so, is is a war profiteer, but he's turning out to like actually go on this expedition, right? Saberio right? or Royon, who's actually who's like a coward, and you would never expect to do it. Is like okay. So you've got Saberio, Rowan, and then who? Aladar. So, but oh, I'm like, okay, who's that again? Who's that again? But I'm glad it's not like they're like in key important people right. that I like, it's forgot to, like, about. They show up and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of like that because usually okay. they're just like nobodies or they're or they're a part of the crowd and not like you're seeing the influence of. How many high princes are there total? Do you know? Uh, almost, there's ten. So there's ten high princes. Isn't that a weird? I think I think it's one of those things like ten is one of those numbers. that's always like really important. So yeah, we've got Alabar. four yep. going. Mm-hmm. And the other six are staying with Sadius's side. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay. Maybe not necessarily aligned with Sadius, but they're like not going. Like I think right. Atham, They uh, don't wanna they wanna they don't know which side to be Ruth on. Ruth R, yeah, like they don't know. Okay, maybe cool, cool, cool. Oh, no, sure. Um Sadius and I what's her name again? His wife? I lied. So they're they're sitting back and they're kind of watching them go. And she seems to think that they should have done something more. And Sadia seems to think, like, let them go die. Right. He's like, hey, we should stage a coup while he's gone. Because this is perfect. Donner's going to be out there and die anyway. And Sadius is like, well, I mean, if they go out there and die, we're not going to need to do a coup. We'll just take, we'll just take it over. Take over. Yeah. Because it'll happen. Hmm. You know, with Donner removed from the picture, there's nothing we need to do. It's just going to unravel and we're naturally going to be the top. Because we're the highest, the high picture. So just sit yeah. back. We'll I kind of felt like they're... Even when I was reading it, it sort of felt like their story was sort of, like, chopped a little bit. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, with all the characters and everything's happening, it's like, the, the climax has to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, there's not much more that we could do with them, but it was sort of like... Because it, it was, like, Sadius and, and her had, like, all of these, like, spies and this and that. And then it was sort of like, we're going to sit back and, like, see what happens. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, like... Well, I think that's kind of the point, is that, like, for all the scheming and bullshit, like... It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, when, when push comes to shove, what matters is who you are, like, your honor and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Like, the fact that you stand up to, like, evil, that's what matters. If you're a conniving little bitch, like, you're going to go die in a fucking alley somewhere. <laughs> I guess so. You know? Yeah. Your life doesn't matter. How very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think that's kind of the point. Okay. Because it sounds huge during the time, but yeah, yeah, it never yeah. amounts to anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it kind of seemed like it, but I, yeah. I remember reading it being like, that's something that just seems a bit like, and dead. Well, and, and with that point, you know, I think Aladar says something like, hey, look, uh, he's like, I'm not perfect, and, you know, and Dalinar says something like, look, I've got blood on my hands, same as you, but, like, we're all everyone has. Right. Like, someone has to do it. And the it's fucking my OBS. Yeah, we're all fucking bloodthirsty sons of bitches. Like, someone's going to do this, and we're the only ones that are... Wait, we will have to do, or something like that. They're going there to stop Voidbringers, correct? What would they go? What was the, the idea is they're going there to kill the... All the parchment. To wipe them out, to fulfill the vengeance pact, to get it over with. Boom. Okay. And because Shallon's like, there for a different thing. Shallon's there to find Elfgate. I think it's funny that they let Shallon back out there. 
Well, she popped out of the chasm. So she's like, I have the map. I yeah. know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. true. Okay. And then they're like, fuck, okay, come on. Okay, so then, so Shallon's trying to do it from an academic point of view, and then Dalinar's going just strictly to wipe out the person. To end the war. That's it. One way or another. And then uh, Amra, this is where Amra does his little apology. I didn't really understand Dalinar's, like, what his motive behind this was. Like, asking him questions and being buddy-buddy. And then, like, explaining things to him, I guess, to move the story on. But then it's like, oh, let's go see that bridge boy real quick and settle this. And it was like, Dalinar knew that that Amram was full of shit, though. Yeah, well, he didn't know for sure until when he asked about some shard blade. And he was like, oh, it doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. But then you know that, like, he's deep. What is it? He like, picked it up or something? Amram tried to steal it. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, Dalinar yeah. bonded it. Yeah, so yeah, he was like, no, I have it right here. And he's like, you were fucking lying to the bitch. Right. And so that's how he caught him. Oh, that was why they were walking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel about the Kaladin Amram? I like the fact where he's like, oh, you know, I think you owe an apology. And Kaladin's like, oh. He was like, from you, Amram. And then, you know, you kind of see where Amram throws out the antithesis to Kaladin's viewpoint. Like the whole, you know, greater lives must be, lives must be spent for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And it kind of ties into Teravangian, because you'll see one of these epithets where he says, like, oh, the fate of the world is at stake here. Like, uh, all other considerations are, by, are, are but dust by comparison. Meaning, like, like that's the, that's, that, that, Teravangian is embodying what Amram is trying to say here. Okay. Right? And so, like, and, and then also that kind of sets up in the next, is it the next chapter or this chapter where, like, Kaladin's talking to Mosh and Kaladin's like, hey, lives must be spent for the greater good. And Kevin right. was like, yeah, exactly. He's like, that's what fucking Amram said, you little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an asshole if you agree with this, you know? So I, I liked that. That was the, the, the thematic, the symbolism. I really did like it. The part that I didn't really quite get was plot line wise. Right. Where it was like, dude, you just, you need every single like body that you can get. And well, you're willing to go fight this like endless, I mean, I get the fact that. Like, no, oh, you, you don't can't need trust everyone. Him, but you need people. Like, you've been fighting this entire time to get people on your side and to help out. This guy bringing an army with him because he's like. Honestly, you know, it, it kind of shows that he, he needs all of the points of view, but or all of the people, but he's not going to. Um, he's not going to bring people like Amram with him. Because you can't trust him. Yeah. Well, not just that you can't trust him, but he. Just because it, it, it gets more bodies and more fighters. It doesn't. He doesn't want to bring people like that with him. Like he would rather fight uh, on his own than with someone guess, like but, that. But what I felt when I was reading this first time was like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you didn't try to do this before." Like I guess I thought, why now, did you do this before? Yeah, and now it's like, oh my god! Now when you're gonna fucking go out there and like you've already done the logistics for the amount of people that you have, like, like you didn't know Paladin was going to be there to say goodbye. Yeah. Was this some kind of afterthought? Like this is a huge, this is, this has like war fighting yeah. impact. This has strategic level impacts. Like, right. Like, you know, not a high prince, right. But like a prince Still, done, like going away. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of fighters. You're right. And, he does have a big army, doesn't he? Like, did did, he, maybe, did like, he, he get one. to keep his army? Cause Amram was technically shunned. Did he get to oh, keep Oh, maybe he did. Maybe, yeah, I think Dalinar was able to keep all of Amram's men. Because would they like, stay loyal and fight for Dalinar? I mean, maybe, yeah. Because, I mean, they're supposed to be with the king and the king was with Dalinar. And well, everyone, all the six other six were supposed to be. And technically, he's under Sadius. Um, Amram was. He's one of Sadius's princes. So, 
I mean, I guess if you're like already out there, what would you say? Like, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, fuck it. We're yeah. Here right now. I mean, wouldn't he? Wouldn't the, his army just get assigned to someone else? Like, I mean, he's like, Abraham's like a disgraced general now. Yeah, I don't know how it works. You know? Yeah. Which I guess I was sort of like, I kind of wanted to see the whole Kaladin Amram like showdown, but I was like, I guess everything can't. Be everything in like, the last five minutes. Like, kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Taking out everybody. Yeah, I did feel bad for uh, Callan. He was like, This is my last humiliation. Are you going to humiliate me in front of everyone now? And he was like, I. <laughs> Poor Kaladin. Poor guy. <laughs> he just gets his face shoved into the dirt. Every time. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. But he, the funny thing was is that no one shoved his face in the dirt. It was like his own sort of internal battle. Can we also discuss the fact that like Kaladin, who's out there, is just like in love with Shallon? Oh, he's like, she's gorgeous. Uh huh. And then he was like watching her. He's like, I hope no one caught me watching her. And then like Shallon's just. Going about her thing. Going about her business. And he's like, geez, she's hot as shit. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, I guess, what was it? He did say something about how Adeline and her just fit together. He's like, happy for him. He should hate them. But he, but he likes it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it kind of cements the, hey, that love triangle thing never really happened, I guess. I don't know. Or did it? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can see, like, Callum's feeling for Shallon grow. Shallon's just like this, like, doesn't really, like, she clearly really likes Adeline. Yes. I mean, you see it. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely in love with that kid. Absolutely in love with yeah. Adeline. So she lucked out with, mm-hmm. the, with, her, with, her, with her marriage. We were just watching Brave, and the entire storyline of that is like, I don't want to be married to somebody that you chose. Mom. Yeah, but I don't, I, 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 like, I sort of see Adeline fucking up. I think he's going to mess it up. You think so? Uh-huh. He's kind of... Like made out to be Prince Charming, like literally the embodiment of Prince Charming in this book. Yeah. Like he's awesome. Everything about him is dreamy. He's he's, he's brave. He's confident. I know. Nothing but... is wrong with him. Yeah, something's gonna be wrong with him. I just <laughs> I feel it. Something's gonna be wrong with him. Ad- and then Shallon's gonna be like, "But I'm in love with you, Adeline." And then Callan's gonna be like the shoulder she cries on. I just see it. Oh happening. shit! You think Callan's like the bad boy? Like he shows up, he's like, "Hey girl, what's up?" Hey girl, what's up? Yeah. And then like Alan's like, "You should totally be with Callan because you're mm. both radiants." He's gonna have a whole thing. Oh my gosh. Ugh, who she ends up with, I don't know. This could this could be like a real love story if Brandon <laughs> Sanderson wanted it to be. Can we just um, give Gaz his little um, a little moment for Gaz and his redemption. They're like, where's Gaz? She's like, oh, I wonder if he, like, died. Did, like, someone kill him? Oh, no. And then Gaz runs up and, like, gives her the words of radiance and, like, gets, like, this real big smile and, like, someone, like, I think someone made some, like, snarky, like, really, Gaz? You get this big smile. Like, like, I found this book that you've been looking for forever. Forever. Because yeah. he, he's been like fucking off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he gets like, oh, thank you, guys. Like this book she's been wanting. It's like a nice redemption story because, because we hated Gaz. words writings this whole time and finally he does something. Oh, her. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, she, he did kind of be like, hey, you owe some guy like. Some money, like you know. <laughs> uh, you owe this guy fifty bucks. But I found it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was like broom. We have to say something about Gaz and his redemption story. 
Yeah, Gaz is awesome. He, he we hated Gaz at the beginning because he was such a piece of shit. He's and then, then he was given the opportunity. And well, now, Shallon believed in him. Yeah. And she. And Shallon gave him the opportunity, and now look at him. Wow. He has ro- risen to the occasion. <laughs> Navani comes in. And there's like a weird power struggle because Shallon's done all this work and Avani's coming in. And Shallon's a little bit like, I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with you all in my business. And Navani was like, I'm just here to help. And Shallon just starts like this and this. And I need you to go do this and like kind of takes over the entire thing. Right. Using like Navani scribes and like using her helpers and servants, and she lets Navani know that Jasna was a soul caster. Yes, she says Jasna was a soul caster. And she says that I'm a soul caster. She no, she does not. Yeah, no, she does not. Oh my god, yeah, she does. She leaves. She leaves. Dalinar comes in, oh. and she t- and she does her little. She shows Jasmine in her. No. She illuminates it? She illuminates it for Dalinar, but only Dalinar. She did not tell Navani. Mm. Dalinar asks, can I tell Navani? And she says, you may not tell Navani until I tell you. You may tell Navani. That's when he cries. He what? He gets offspring when he sees that. He starts crying. She says, what if your thing wasn't to unite people, but to gather the night's radiance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, well, let me show you. And he's like, oh my God, yeah, It was, yes, because. Well, first oh, off, thank you. she eventually had to tell someone that she was the Night's Radiant. It was sort of like two books, like no one knows. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, like, exactly. no one figured out that Kaladin was like a book ago. <laughs> but whatever. So it was nice that it finally got to the point of the story where we're telling people and we're like moving that. Well, I think it's great because like, story on. he was so let down. Like, Kaladin was supposed to be this guy. Now he's like got a bum leg and shit. Like, Who? Kaladin. Right, right, right. Right? They all kind of suspected something was weird with him, and well, Dalinar kind of thought maybe, and then, oh, that didn't really happen. Well, Dalinar like, asked him, and he said something like, I think I was supposed to be, but I'm not, or right. I was, and like, now I'm like not. That, you know? Yeah, and he's and like, Amram, okay. like, he just had to dismiss him. You're fucking recounting Yes, but I before. was correct about that. Two podcasts. Two, for Dalinar. Two po- no, two podcasts ago, I think I went on a crazy rant, because I was like, Dalinar think he is yeah. trying to be all telling people who's radiance and whatnot, and then Dalinar saw like had that exact same revelation, which made me very happy for Brandon Sanderson because I was like, What is Brandon Sanderson doing? How dare he? Well, we know that Dalinar bonds the Stormfather right on this topic, you know, like Spren will copy the thoughts of people, yeah, right, because they're embodiment of ideas. It's almost like because the Stormfather accepts the oaths and makes you. Yeah, it's ready. Right. So it's like almost like Dalinar was starting to do that, right? Even though, like, and they were starting to look like a little bond. It's oh, kind of funny yeah, to yeah. see that, like, oh, well, Dalinar was like almost impersonating what the Spren does. Yeah, so I guess it's almost so. like going reverse. So it's, oh, that's kind of fun. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. He can't do that, yeah. but he. I don't know. Can maybe. we also talk about how badass Shallon has become? Because she is like standing up to Dalinar. We have talked about how badass Shallon is. But, I mean, she has literally becoming podcast. more badass. <laughs> okay. Because Dalinar said, I'm, I think I'm going to tell Navani. You have described Dalinar as this, like, huge, larger-than-life, sort of intimidating character. Yeah, he's the best. And then you've got teeny 
tiny, like, 17-year-old Shallon being, like, kind of standing up to him. Like, she's sort of taking over the entire army. She kind of is. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like her expedition. It is her expedition. Yeah, but she, like, took over that other expedition earlier. Yeah, she did. On well, the but that, Lands, but going to the Shattered Plains. This is the exact same but thing. But that was sort of her expedition. They brought her out because they because she wanted to do this. She wanted to see what a crab monster looked like. I'm talking about how she walked up on, on the one. shore <gasps> as a wretch, oh. and she took over first the fucking block of slave trade, yes, and then took it. over the fucking giant caravan to get them to the Shadow Plains, and now she's taking over the entire, well, four High Prince armies yes. to go down into the Oath Gate, so you, you see that development go through, she's just been faking. It's fantastic. She's been faking the whole time, but now she's like kind of doing it. Like mm-hmm. She's not just faking it anymore. She's, you, you can see the whole yes. thing. It's pretty cool. Um, I was so like, before is it, we, it's like, it's the Shallon's army. <laughs> and I like how, backing up a little bit, you can see that Kaladin is going back to his values. Like when he's talking yes. to Mosh. Yes. He's like talking to Mosh, like, hey, dude, we don't need to be doing this. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, and you can kind of see that like, he, he doesn't have cell. He doesn't have cell, right? The bond is broken. But it's, so this is just 100% Kaladin, mm-hmm. right? And he's defaulting back to, like, the virtues. Yeah. Right? So he kind of shows you that, like, his his momentary lapse wasn't a, not his not a character defining like like thing that was a, that was a lapse that wasn't actually Kaladin back then when he was getting on Moby and saying yeah we need to kill the king like blah, blah, blah. like at his core he is actually a really good guy yeah even without superpowers whatever he's trying to talk Moash about killing Alucard and like even without here. superpowers he like essentially killed the well, Kaladin yeah, yeah exactly god damn it Kaladin's awesome Navani is not as helpful as I thought she was going to be by the way what do you mean. In my mind, I sort of thought that Brandon Sanderson was keeping them apart. But I guess, yeah, she is helping her further. She's her. Like, Actually, no. I mean, I guess, like, the scribes are writing stuff down and, like, keeping track until she's got more resources with Navani. But I thought that Navani would help her sort of make... Like, find, yeah, find answers or that, like, Shalom would help Navani with, like... Well, Shalom already has all the answers. But, yeah, Shalom has all the answers. So when, like, Navani yeah. came around, I was like, oh, that's not what I thought was going to happen. Well, so Navani I thought it was Brandon Sanderson trying to keep them apart, but well, it's almost because Navani really just had the resources to help yeah. her. Navani is a... She's an engineer. She's yeah. not a... A thinker like Jasna. I think I think I equivalented her to Jasna. It's easy to do. Because they're very similar. Well, because it's mom-daughter relationship. Mom-daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of Jasna in Navani and, and vice versa, you know? So there's a lot of that intelligence and, you know, whatever, spark of life. But Navani doesn't have that, like, concrete, like, in, ruthless intelligence that Jasna does. She's more, like, she has big ideas and then she lets other people do it. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean? you're Whereas right. Jazz you're more is of an more like, hey, here's this thing, and I'll like fucking hunt down this incredible detail. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my god, Jazz, Jesus, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then, yeah. Um, like hyper focused. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, so we're still going through the year uh, in the ratings, and then they see Relaine. I said this again. Another thing I was right about. <laughs> so when Relaine left and, and he said like something really nice to Kaladin and I said to you, I think Kaladin being nice to Relaine is going to come, is oh. going to help come back around. Yes. Which I think they brought Relaine into the story fantastically. Mm. He's just sitting on a rock. Yeah. Because, you know, Relaine's trying to find him. 
Because he's like, yeah, my, my fucking people are... Well, he found them. ...are going insane. They he have found the new them. gods are back. And I need to come tell you because you have to save whatever remnants of my people are still here. Yeah. You know, because I, I went to spy on you for my people and these guys are no longer my people. They're taken over by the old gods now. Mm. I almost think that Relaine coming back is almost what... Like, there were lots of things that made them win, but he was a very key... Otherwise, they might have been shocked or waiting around. Well, I think they were going to wait around. They were. Dalinar said, we're going to wait for them to attack us. Oh, right. And Relaine came in and was like, no. No, you have to stop this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess he wasn't that important because they still finished the song. But it would have been way worse. Yeah, they wouldn't have found, they wouldn't have moved around to try to find the Oath Gate and that shit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so I was just going to say that Dalinar and the Bridgemen made a bridge, quote unquote, to Relaine and the Parshmen, or the Parshendis, whatever, to the sense that, like, even being a traitor, quote-unquote, like, doesn't break that. Because he was like, oh, you're still Bridge 4. And Relaine was like, yeah, I'm a traitor. And Rox is like, ha, it's a little problem. Can't be fixed, you know? <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, that's actually kind of cute. You know, because, like, uh, these bonds, because we're all talking about bonds and bridges and, like, right. bridgemen and bondsmiths and stuff are all kind of, like, related Symbolically, or whatever, mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to see like that's it's happening. It's like piece by piece. You have the three high princes, and now you have even just one parchment who's like coming to you. You yeah. know, like he's making all these, all of these overtures and oh, fantastic. stuff happen. It's pretty cool. I I love the the bond between Bridge Four. I said mine is Malash. Mm-hmm. But you, you always like have Malash? to have one. Yeah, I can't. Like, you always have to have a Judas. <laughs> You, know, you can't judge Jesus for Judas. You, you can't help but have a lot of Christian stuff because, like, a lot of the archetypes are taken to their extremes in, like, the Christian... Oh, my God, I'm going to get in trouble with this. Like, metaphor or, like, a story, you know? Like, what's the most that you can sacrifice? You know, you can say, oh, I'm going to sacrifice a goat or your children or, you know, fucking... But, like, the most you sacrifice is yourself. Like, you know, that's Christ, right? So, like... Oh, there's that archetype. Boom. Okay. And then, like, who's the most, what's the worst thing that you can you can do when you betray somebody? You can betray your children. You can betray your whatever. But if you betray your God, like that's that's even higher. Like that's the worst thing you could possibly do. That's Judas. You know. So you have like those archetypes thrown in there. Oh yeah. And so like, if you have any shade of an well, archetype, I, it this, can be tied into there's the Christian one because points of, of, of they're the parts of the story that I was like. Christian story. I'll, I'll bring them up when they come up. Okay. Is I'm that the rest this. of the bottle? <laughs> let, me, let me give you a drop. Thanks. Thank you so much for my, my You dribble. get a sip. Well, you don't drink fast enough. Then it's tasty. Yummy, 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 yummy. <clears throat> I'm not even going to bring up the fact that I used to be a slow eater. <laughs> And now you're a fast eater because if you don't eat it, I eat all of it. You eat it. Yep. Continue. All right, so then we move on, and this is when uh, Alucard does his little mopey talk to to Kaladin. That was a little unrealistic, to be honest, that the king is going to, like, this dark-eyed guy asking him how to be a hero. I just thought Uh, that was really unrealistic. Kaladin is, like, straight-up Achilles. Like, he... 
Yeah. Like, think of all the shit Kaladin has done. And if you're a king, you're going to go talk to your heroes. You're not just going to, like, think of him as a dark-eyed captain or whatever. Are you going to think this guy is, like, the singularly most badass motherfucker you've ever seen, and he's gimpy, and there's no one else around, like, your dad's gone. Like, yeah, you're going to go fucking talk to your heroes. In fact, it gets me, the point where like, why the fuck has an Alucard hung out with that Kaladin more? Kaladin's the one that rushed into his room. It was like, hey, when he heard that there was an assassination attempt on him, and Alucard was like, the rest of you fuckers need to be like this guy. This yeah, is what yeah. a guard is supposed to be like. Like, there's a lot of that. I mean, unrealistic. Like, why the fuck is an Alucard personally hanging out with Kaladin more often? Maybe, like, hanging out with him, but, like, he, it almost seemed, like, pathetic. Oh. Uh, to, for a king of whatever to come to Kaladin. Because I guess he was drunk. He's been drinking a lot because everyone's away. And so, it, to me, it almost... I, it was a low point. Me, yeah. like, like, a, like a pathetic sort of, ooh, woe is me. What am I doing wrong? And I was like, you have, ha- like, you could have go ask your uncle this. Your uncle's a fantastic leader. Yeah. You could have asked your cousin. But if, you're, if your uncle is the Blackthorn who's running the country, didn't the last book, didn't he beat the fuck out of him? Yeah, but... Are you going to go to him like, can I, can I be a better leader, Mr. Guy, who beat the shit out of me in the last book and just took over the control of the country? If you're not like, going to get respect from Dalinar, then... Why are you going to... You're not going to go to him because it's not, a safe space to like, talk to him about it. But, I don't know. I just thought it was really pathetic. It was pathetic. And that was kind of the point, is that this is a low point in Alagar's life. And so, I think Kaladin almost sort of is like... You made shitty. You made shitty decisions. I don't really think you should die because of it. Right, but you should sit down. And he was like, oh, he got kind of pissed, but he didn't. Of like, course, he got pissed. He didn't do the. Uh, he didn't get so pissed like he did at the duel. Yeah. Know? But he was like, all right. I mean, look. everyone sort of admitted to the fact that Alucard's the one who. And Alucard even admits it now. Yeah. Which, you know, like you wouldn't expect that. Right. He's usually people who make those mistakes and those kinds of people who yeah. would act angrily would never admit. Which I think. So is- Alucard's making. Making developments here. Yes. And so that shows Kaladin, like, oh, hey, this guy isn't all bad. Like, he's he's developing. Like, when he started out, of course, he's a horrible king. When he was yeah. a child and he got thrown into a place where his father died. Right. This incredibly momentous thing. Sure. For sure. And he's getting better as he goes. And he's like, fuck. He's, he's a, a good guy. King. He's a bad king. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so it's like... It doesn't have to be, like, death or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people surrounding Alucard making the decisions, essentially. Yeah. You have keys to the kingdom that rule you, yeah. you know? The, 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 you, you sit on the throne, but the throne rules you. <laughs> uh, Anyways. Yeah, but then the only thing I had here was that, like, Elkar's talking about, Kaladin, you know, like, there's something special about you. Whenever you showed up, like, those fucking shadows and shit, like, they went away. Mmm! You know? I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. It reminded me of Shallon. Which it should. So, okay. Like he's seeing basically cryptics in the windows. Yeah. 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 We talked about this on our other podcast too, and I didn't realize this, but he he said something like, "Oh, whenever you came, those went away." Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And so it made me think, like, you remember how Sill like hates cryptics, friend, mm-hmm. or like lies, friend, or whatever. Like they're kind of antithesis to each other. They kind of like repel one another. So it makes me wonder if, like, since Kaladin's a bonded radiant around Elokar. And, like, you'll see this later. Like, when Lopin and other people start to get, like, bonds with Honor Spring, kind of, and they can kind of, like, their own powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if, like, because Elokar admires Kaladin and he's around Kaladin, that, like, the Honor Spring influence maybe pushes away some of the cryptics. Mm. So instead of seeing, like, all the patterns and shit, like, he's 
maybe honor spirit kind of come around. So the I'm cryptics just, are like going away. Uh, it made me think maybe Zalakar have something. Is he like a radiant of some sort? Maybe a proto radiant. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're trying to bond him. They're right. Like checking him out because cryptics like you saw the shadow, they'll like look around at you, they'll watch you for a while, like wonder what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like before they make the jump. Before they make the jump, the decision because that's a big deal for a yeah. friend to yeah. to bond you, you know. Anyway, so I thought it was fun. You're gonna break that chair. I'm gonna fucking. I've broken so many ch- <laughs> chairs because I'm such a fat ass. <laughs> You're not. It's just. I don't know. These don't teeny, even. Don't these, even try to give me these excuses. These teeny tiny okay? countries. I am fucking fat. Okay. <laughs> <You're not>. I am, <laughs> I'm taller than five foot six, and I weigh more than 110 pounds. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just not fit for these fucking chairs that are falling apart. Look at this. This is like breaking on me. Is it better? Well, just like the, even the back is like. Look at this. Move around. Mine does that. I feel like I need to just like sit on the floor and it. not touch anything in too that. fast of a fashion. They all do that. Yeah, some like shitty IKEA thing. It's yeah. Like, I'm an American, dude. I'm like six foot two forty, you know, <laughs> and I just can't. Yeah, none of this shit works. <laughs> shit. I need to like. I need like two. Can I put like two chairs together? Oh my god! Like, you need half. two chairs. No, I'm putting two a chairs together. Sturdy chair. <laughs> There. See now, now I can't break one because I'm sitting on two. Just because I'm thinking about who, who are those people down in Beaumont who made those um, those chairs? What Ashley they were, they were Mormons. Oh, you're talking about like the Mennonites. Mennonites, dude. Mennonites. Yeah, we need to get some Mennonites up in this bit. <laughs> yeah. they, they'll make us some awesome chairs, dude. They'll make us some chairs and some and some fireless fireplaces. Or however the hell I did that. That was that was some good stuff. Oh, Expensive. Me. Expensive but good. Worth it. Worth, Worth it. it. <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho. I don't know so where we are. We're on 81. Alright, so now the fighting starts happening. And he's like, do not let them finish that song. And so they go into battle and, by and the battle way, gets hit with fucking lightning. This was fantastic leadership by Dalinar. Because he, because Sebriel had made the comment like, you're so full of shit, <laughs> Dalinar. Because he like told each high prince what they needed to hear to go out in battle. Yeah. Because one of them was freaking out about something. I think Ryan was just like jumping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh my God. He smacked him, but he, <clears throat> I think he might have smacked him. Good. And was like, no, you are going to go out there and involve, like he told each person what yeah, they needed to Yeah, he told Aladar, you're going to finish this fucking yeah. vengeance pact. So you're going to do this. And Aladar's yeah. like, fuck yeah, I am. And Cibarel was sitting back just being like, you're full of it. <laughs> it's so full of it. And we're all going to die. <laughs> and Dal, I mean, and Dalinar was like, well, they needed to hear it. Like, I just yeah. thought that was such fantastic leadership. Because you have to approach people where they're at. Yeah. And he did. He, he even did. approached Severio where he was at. Exactly. Yeah. You weren't going to tell Severio, like, oh, I'm not full of shit. But yeah, we're all full. We, we might go die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? you weren't going to motivate him by saying anything, whatever. I just thought that was... Great. Because mm, Delana is the man. I don't know how else to say this to you, but he's the man. So, Shardblade, this is where we learned that, like, Shardblade maybe would have been designed specifically to fight these Voidbringers when they get, like, zapped by lightning and Adeline's like, oh, shit, my armor's, like, humming. And, like, the the, the lightning works, like, perfectly around my little visor. So, yes. I'm chef. But, uh, Shardblade. is a really interesting, like, tool, though. Lightning? Yeah. Why do you say that? It's like Emperor Palpatine. Like, they're all Palpatines. Yeah. They're controlling the lightning from, like, the clouds? They're shooting lightning from their hands. They're shooting from their hands? Yeah, that's the way I saw it. Oh. 
storm. storm form. I mean, yeah, they, they, because there's, they're trying to summon a storm, but they can also, like, they embody it and have electricity on their body and they shoot it. Like, remember how, like... So they're just standing there shooting lightning? Some of them can, yeah. Some of them can? Why not? Well, because some of them are just, like, focusing on singing. Okay. And others are, like, fighting. And then you have, But they're like, not really fighting, they're shooting. Some of them are shooting. Oh. Some of them are, are jumping around and fighting, too. I thought like, there was around, a like, storm overhead, right? Yeah. And that they were, like, shooting lightning down from, like, They're, like, the summoning the lightning from the storm. That's what I thought. Not, I don't know, because earlier, Ash because and they I, they and kept, Bentley... they kept missing. Yeah. Because you can't control it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because earlier, Ash and I and Bentley were playing with energy back and forth in their hands. So, like, made me think that... I, Okay, so they're like shooting lightning from their hands, basically. Oh. But because lightning goes with the path of least resistance, and maybe they don't have as much, like, they're not very good with it. Right. They're just like blasting. Okay, you're in this direction, but then lightning kind of goes haphazardly. It's like, you know? Mm. So they're like, for fucking missing, they're hitting random shit. <laughs> you know? Like, lightning doesn't go in a straight, you know, it's not like a laser beam. Right. It fucking goes, like, if you played Legend of Zelda, like, Link to the Past, there's like a wizard, and he shoots lightning, and it goes in like crazy ass fucking direction. And you're like, what the fuck? And yeah, so if you're just like standing straight in front of someone. Did you just ask me if I've ever played? <laughs> I referenced a game from like 30 years ago. How do you not know this? <laughs> Jesus. Favorite game ever. But anyway, so. You've yeah. never played a video game <laughs> in your life. <laughs> anyway, it was just when I read that, I was like, oh, that's fucking funny. It's so, like, you could be standing right in front of this motherfucker. And they just and miss he you. And you and <laughs> missed. You miss. How did you miss? He was right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Typical Mulan. Yeah. But, uh, sure. yeah, but it's crazy okay. to me that Sherblood wasn't so long. So the Rashadian, Rashadian, the horse. Yeah. Died. Yeah. Yeah. I remember not caring too much. Oh, I didn't. I think I just passed it. Because it was like, oh, he died. Like, they try to make it like this huge thing. Oh, no. Rashad was picked the writers. It was so sad. And you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah, they mentioned that a couple times. Do you know what I think that might be? You Mm. know how, like, some people get about, like, their pets? Yeah. It's probably the equivalent of that. You just have three children and no pets. What do you mean no pets? I just had to give up my cat. Which and Clara's still crying about it. You're like, not crying about it. Well, I was sad when I gave him my cat. She was awesome. I love Diana. She was fluffy. She, like, purred on me. I, I, I was pissed when she slept on the other side of the bed and not slept with me. I love that cat. Don't tell me about my pets. I love my pets. I don't know. I was going to say that, like, look, there are people with red don't eyes. Don't tell me about my pets. Don't tell me about my pets. Yeah, fuck that. Look, there are people in this book with red eyes, right, marbled skin, and they're blasting you with fucking lightning. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... Your horse is dead, dude. Like, you you have to go. Like, what are you talking about your fucking horse for? Like, let's move on. There's lightning coming out of people's hands, dude. Well, maybe Brandon Sanders has cats, doesn't he? Uh, he has a bird. <laughs> I know he's a bird. That's all I know. Oh, uh, he's got a bird. Uh, like, they mentioned the horses a couple times. Honestly, I kind of forget about them. Like, yeah. Oh, Rashad, oh, fuck yeah, we're shading with thing. And you go, oh, yeah, oh, whatever, move on. And they're like, oh, but like this scene made it seem like, oh my god, it was such a big deal. I feel like you were supposed to think it was a big deal. But I was like, I'm not only that emotional mess from your fucking horse. Also, uh, urgency. Like, fucking go, dude. Oh my god, my horse is dead. That'd be like driving a car, like driving a car into a war zone. Someone blasts it with a fucking tank, right? And then you go, ah, oh, my Ferrari, man. Like, you're crying. Like, Bitch, you just got shot at by a tank. You have to fucking run. Like, you are lucky to be alive right now. Be sad later. Yeah, fuck, they make, dude. They make references. To he it. said that. Oh, be sad. It was like a fucking paragraph or two. And you're like, 
I, I, in the middle of it, I don't know. I was reading it so fast. Was just like, <laughs> Fuck the horse, just go. Like we'll talk about the horse later. Like we'll have a discussion horse, about. I'm still reading. Yeah, we have to go, dude. <clears throat> and then they quit, cut back to like, oh yeah, this is where they cut back to Kaladin. Z- what, how do you say his name? Zale? And he's talking about like, oh hey, we clean out these sands during uh, yeah. weeping. Because it doesn't have any creme in it. Makes sense. And you're like, oh, is this symbolism? Yeah. I thought it might be symbolism. Okay, so... Because they're washing out the creme of like Kaladin's like, character arc. Yeah. So now he like does it purely. like He's going to make his next oath like without any interference. It's all just him. Like He's been little done nothing. He has no bridge crew. He has no sill. He has nobody around him. I might be reaching. Is it similar to like a baptism? Could be. Because he was like swimming in it? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so it was almost like he was getting... He wasn't swimming. I think it was up to his knees or something. It was pretty Because he, he was doing his you know... He was trying to do some spear shit in some it. spear stuff in it. And I, I was almost like is that similar to like a baptism of like it all kind of getting washed clean like all of all his, of his past sins yeah with, with like agreeing to do moash and shit yeah and starting to know it totally could have been yeah wow that's smart I don't know about that that's good I don't know if that was like I'm like reaching I don't think you're reaching because it talks about how like the high the weeping rain doesn't have creme in it yeah you know so it's like oh it's like a clean, clean water and yeah you have to like wash things clean. it's washing from the battlefield the sweat and blood yeah. that comes from the training and yeah absolutely that makes a lot of sense and washing away all that stuff Hell yeah, baby. And then Lynn, I think Lynn, she shows up, she's like a scout, and she's like, mentioned that Felt, some guy named Felt, and apparently Felt is the same guy that spied for House Venture in the Mistborn books, so somehow this guy Felt is here, and I have no idea what the fuck that means for anyone, but... If anyone knows, let us know. If anyone knows, let me know how that's important later, because I was like, oh, huh. Felt? Yeah, Felt. Okay. He was a spy. <sighs> And then, uh, Bill, if you know, let us yeah, know. Bill, if you know, <laughs> when you hear this, yeah, if you ever finish this book between your kids and your house move, you just let me know. Um, there was a fighting scene that went on. Okay, talk to me. Okay, they said they can die. Why did they think that the Barshindi can't die? I, I think it's just because they're, they're, they're firing lightning at you, red lightning, and they look like giant god monsters. And oh. so to be like, oh, fuck. Like, they can die. They're not just god monsters. They're just like People. normal monsters. That, you oh, know? normal. They're just okay. like the Parshendi kind of different form. Like that, that would have been a shock to you. You need someone to tell you that. Otherwise, you'd just be in awe. Right? I didn't think that they couldn't if, die. If some motherfucker was just floating over here shooting lightning bolts at me, I'm not going to run at him with a sword. <laughs> I'm going to run away from I that so. and maybe hide behind like a tree or something. Okay. Yeah. I just thought that was really bizarre. Because, okay. oh, shit, they can die. Like, right. oh, my God. Yeah. Also, so then, then it switches to Shallon. Yep. She's just sketching. And, and then. Like, Fucking sketching. What, what, was, what was her name? Indara? Indara. Yeah. Annoying. Oh my gosh, she's the worst. Just like, just like nitpicking and your shit. You're like, she, dude, just fucking guys. Just let Shallon let her do her thing. Yeah, can you just let her fucking sketch? And I don't know why I'm watching Scallon sketch. <laughs> there are people, I've said this before, uh, they're shooting literal lightning <laughs> from their fucking hands. Why am I watching Shallon sketch a goddamn thing? Can you shut the fuck up, Adara? So keep reading this. 
Oh, there's always one in Dara who yeah. like thinks they're smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Pattern's like, hey, the ward, the red spread are bad. And you're like, yeah, no shit, Pattern. I fucking <laughs> figure that one out. Who, who's talking to to Jalinar? Stormfather. Stormfather. Slash. Who was honor. like told, telling Dalinar he's going to die? You're gonna die. So when the when it's in all caps, is the Stormfather himself talking? We know. But it's in this Stormfather. one, it wasn't all caps. This one was. Someone saying he was talking like he was a stormfather. Yeah. But first off, it was not in all caps, and second off, he said he was a sliver, and a sliver means that you are a human being who ascended and then like the fucking power got oh. taken away from you or something. Or, or something. So like, oh, that must have been like maybe a portion of honor that didn't completely die. Maybe it's like a little bit of intelligence or something that's been bonded with the stormfather. I don't know how the fuck it works. We haven't explained that yet. Okay. But basically, like, yeah. He's like, I they. And I was like, Dalinar's not gonna die. <laughs> I think Dalinar was something like, oh, it's just like a normal voice, but it has more depth to it. Like, it's more intelligent or something. Yeah. You know? Like, the voice that he heard in his visions. Because, like, that was, like, on automatic repeat. Yeah, this one was answering questions. Right. And so this was, like, in the last book, you also had this, too, where he was talking to Dalinar and, like, actually having a conversation. Right. Saying, oh, right. I'm Honor and I'm dead. You know? You know? Wait, what the fuck? So it's almost like, what the hell is happening here? Okay, that's really confusing. Yeah, so there's like, a, there's something of honor that's still living on and has every once in a while able I'm to talk about. I'm not gonna lie though, I couldn't remember what was going to happen, and I was like, is Dalinar gonna die? Because Jazza died, and Sil who's dead, and I was like, the Dalinar can't die. How dope would that have been if you would have died? Yeah. But no, it couldn't have. Been. He couldn't have died. In fact, I think the ending of this was kind of like, oh my god, everyone's alive. Like, what the fuck? Don't yeah, we're not there yet. I'm not gonna ruin it for someone if you read the fucking thing okay, and now you're we're listening. Not to this. there yet. <laughs> okay, all right. It was epic. Uh, okay. Continue. Though. I'm so sorry. Hobbling Kaladin, there were two guards outside Alucard's place, and uh, he like killed them. I think or like hit their heads. I think and, like, he just that... like knocked them out. I don't think he killed them. Oh, okay, he knocked them out. He knocked out two guards. He's Kaladin. Hobbling, yeah. like trying. I was like, "Tell me, oh, he's walking." No, he. If you saw like Jocko Willink with like a fucking arm in his sling, right? He's like, "Oh, you can't." No, no, he's still a fucking dangerous motherfucker. Oh yeah, right? yeah. He still has three of his other limbs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he still beat your ass. <laughs> three of his other limbs. What gets me is like talking to, and he was like, "Oh no, the king's alone." Yeah. But then he's he's drunk, right? Yeah. Oh, he's only drunk. Like he thought he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is where he's like, "Oh, look, uh, what the fuck? Oh, one of the great. Yeah, he gets stabbed. And he starts bleeding. It was not bad." And Kaladin's like trying to talk to him while he's bleeding out. He's like, "Listen, you never gave up. Like, and, oh my god, trying your mean, best. Like the king is so mopey. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm okay. dead. Okay, you got." You got, you got stabbed. I, got, I think that's I got terrible. a scratch. Chris Kaladin's like, yeah, my arm's broken. It is but a scratch. <laughs> the fucking, like, Black Knight and Monty Python. Like, dude, your fucking arm's cut off. <laughs> it is but a scratch. What? Yeah. Kaladin fucking running in with, like, no limbs trying to, like, bite their legs off. <laughs> and Alucard's like, oh, you scratched me. I'm dead. Like fucking Leo, you know, he tripped and he like scratches himself. <laughs> I want to say that Navani is a badass engineer. What? Oh, so this it... is where she like brings a new level of war fighting, right? So she Can like you explain because are you discussing the part where she made something so that the um, archers? archers? Yeah. What was that? Well, first off, she she made floodlights, right? Because they're fighting kind of it's getting dark. 
so they can actually see it at night. Oh, that's so, like that's dope. And secondly, it's like raining and shit. So if you're an archer, you can't like the, the way they had the a you want to be able to see and b you, you can't have your fucking strings be wet and shit. Right. Right. And you're in the storm, so that sucks. So what she had done is she had made one of those little covered tents that we saw earlier that the storm soul casters were making. It was like storm shelters, but she made that, but she kind of made it on a platform. And what they did is these fabrioles that she made, like were inversely. Related. So if you move, if you move a fabriol, if you if you if you infuse a fabriol and you split the gemstone, and then you move them around, like when you move one, it affects the other one. So if you threw one downwards, it moves the other one up. So she had all these gemstones, right? I think onto some fucking weights, and she's like, "Fuck it!" And she just threw them all into the chasm or something like that, which caused the, the whole platform, which was tied to this, the other half of those gemstones, to lift up. So they're on like a raised platform in the middle of the fucking sky. And then she also had, fucking miraculously, right, plot-wise, uh, a dehumidifier. So it was like a, a fabriol that, like, absorbed water. So, okay. like, they're underneath the covered area, so there's no rain getting in. But she also has these little dehumidifiers because it's raining. So you have 100% humidity in the sky in the air. And that kind of sucks out the water in their little local tent so they can fire I'm ice. tired of this fighting. Let's move on. <laughs> is it, it, Kellen's not the story. Next. Nice. All right, well, we can move on here. So then Renarin is like, the Everstorm comes, or pattern. And then Adeline is disgusted by the slaughter, and then he, because he doesn't have the thrill. Right. Because I guess because... Because like, this is disgusting, because yeah. they're just killing them, and they're, like, coming out of, like, a day that they don't with, even know. Yeah, like you saw with uh, Dalinar. You know, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of see, oh, that influence, whatever Dalinar had, has been, he's infecting Adeline now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, the Stormfather... Promises to cleanse, right? I want to come and make a storm to cleanse everything. Similar to like maybe the cleansing of the sand we saw earlier with the weeping. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I saw some symbolism here too. Dalinar is fighting despite certain death in a trench storm with lots of wind. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kaladin is pining in a corridor. This is a pretty shitty way to die away mm-hmm. from the wind. So I thought that was fun. He was opposites. The wind. Oh man, you <laughs> find some wind or something. <laughs> I thought this was a cool little deal. So like they're finding the same corridor that they fought Seth in. Yeah. And Seth came to kill Dalinar, who's now out there. Mm-hmm. And now these guys are trying to kill Elagar. Actually, trying to kill Elagar, and Kaladin is still here, trying to defend Elagar from it. You know? I didn't like that. Like Moash, who's has sort of like broken away from Bridge Four. Yeah. At this point, and he's like, Kaladin, my captain, my friend, <laughs> like Storm Bless. And it was like, here's. I didn't. Well, because they could both use it. Goes both ways. It's like, oh well, okay. Well, Bridge Four, motherfucker. I'm right here. I'm also your captain. Were you gonna strike me? Like, what the fuck, dude? You don't just get to say that. Like, oh. I'm going to stop you. We're all bridge four. We need to be cool. But it's like, no, no, we're bridge four. We need to be cool. You do not come after me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, clearly you are away from the fucking chicken coop here. Like, it's not just me. Like, I'm the, I'm in the right here. Yeah. You're clearly in the wrong. Right. I did, like, one of the things he said, he's like, I'm not going to kill a drunken man in the dark. Like, I'm going to do it in the sunlight. And I'm only going to do it because there's no other way. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. It was nice to ask. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Because that's what you do in honorable. You know? I just if it's feel right like and could have turned around and like killed Graves or something like that. Morsh could have come around. He could have. Yeah, but he didn't. No. And you know, it's, it, like we were talking about earlier, it turns into Judas kind of thing. Because what does Judas do? And and the priests and Christ said it too. He's like, you guys could have. I met you all the day in the temple. Mm-hmm. You can come at me in the daytime. Yeah. But instead, you come at me in the middle of the night, like in the fucking garden, like 
what kind of shit is this? <laughs> and that kind of, stuff, like, kind of parallels what Kalanen's saying here. Like, I would do it in the daylight because it's right, but not do it because there's no other way. Some of the things about this chapter that popped in there, so Renarin, kind of the like, little hints about his storm lighting, radiance, mm-hmm. is that he's no longer wearing glasses. He has hyper-awareness by the wind direction. He knows the future, like, mm-hmm. the, like it's coming. Uh, Dalinar also, um, the surgeon sees his wounds, and you see that whole scene where the commentary, like, you shouldn't be able to play like a sword. Yeah. Like, what's going on? You're yeah. like, oh, is he healing faster? Like, is that... Yeah, yeah. Is something but happening I, with we, bombs? We figured that out because when he smashed the blade with his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Seth is moving way too fast. Yeah, yeah, For a normal human being to do that. <laughs> the last clap. Yeah. Um, a couple things I would like to point out. Okay. So, because this chapter, if everything's jumping around. Right? Yeah, so it's I, wanna, I would like to go back to, so Adeline is going, and I just like to make the comment because it's my favorite part. So Adeline's going through, they said, hey, if you go oh. this way, you can go through the tunnel. I know what you're going to say. Oh, I know what you're going to say. I would, I would like you to guess. He says, how did you know that you could cut through this wall? Uh, and he's like, oh, well, a certain girl, smart girl told <gasps> you me. You couple. <laughs> I know exactly that's what you're going for. Like, what is Chelsea? Is off? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, how yeah. adorable. How adorable. Alert. Oh my god. Because she told him to slay that rock earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, I also wanted to point out, uh, when Dalinar's talking to his, like, guy up there, right? And mm-hmm. he was like, you know what? I'm just going to wash you all away. I was like, worst helper ever. Yeah, it's like, a lot, dude. Like, <laughs> like gets like Syl, who like helps him out. And she like turns in different like blades, at least. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, wait, I don't know. Her pattern right. fucking. I don't even know if we're there yet. Pattern him. He like does the dawn chant. He like he, he fucking. You have well, you have deciphers pat- dawn chant. Pattern who opens, opens locks. Locks and does dawn chant. And then you get stuck with asshole stormfall. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna fucking come up there and just obliterate all of you. You know what? I just you know what? Just, how about not? You know what? I'd just rather not have you. Okay. Thanks, fucking. I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but the way that I read this guy cracks me up. <laughs> I think it's because he's so grumpy. You just read him like a grumpa. I do. Just read him like grumpa. Like you know what? Like, he's just some old man sitting on a rocket chair. He's like, man, fuck you it. I'm just going to blow all this away. All, all, the all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Like... You're all fucking dead. <laughs> so we'll start over. He had no chance beating Odium anyway. Fuck it. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, I'll be here. You'll be gone. I don't care. We're <laughs> like, whoa, we'll dude. Whoa, whoa. Do you not see this? Like, we're all trying here. Boy, it's very, very bad. <laughs> And, and it reminded me of Noah's arc a little story a little bit. No, because we're all like jumping into the oath gate together and like disappearing together through well, the middle of a giant storm. In Noah's arc, God was like, you all suck. We're just going to get rid of all of you. We'll uh, start over. Yeah, and they're all wicked and shit, just yeah. like here. Just like here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. granted, you have like Dalinar's people who are not all wicked, so. Right, there's only a handful of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And their influence. Yeah. No, that's a very point. Mm-hmm. And then something similar with Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Where like, what was it? Who was that? I think you're drunk. I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Your story makes no sense. Okay, okay, here, Sodom and Gomorrah. You're gonna try again? He was like, yo, God, like Sodom and Gomorrah, they're wicked as shit. But what if there's like 30 good people? And he was like, all right, I'll spare the town. There's like 30 good people. And he was like, yo, what if there's like 15? 
And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll spare the town if it's like 15 fucking good people. Like, all right. He's like, yeah, what if it's like 10? And he's like, okay, dude, I'll fucking spare the town if it's 10 good people. Just shit, you know? Like, it's like a million. If there's 10 of them, sure, I'll spare them. So it was like one good dude, like Lot or something. Yeah. And he was like, all right, yo, Lot, get the fuck out. Then I'm going to burn everybody down to the ground. So yeah, it, maybe it's more like that. Because the Everstorm and the High Storm come, and they're like, all right, we'll just get the good people out, and then we'll just fucking obliterate everybody else. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's more like that, as opposed to, I guess they're both very similar, though. That very sense, similar. Aren't they? One was, like, fire, and one was the storm. And I feel like Noah's probably more on point, because the flood is more akin to giant storms. And so, like, cool. Oh, can you answer something for me? Because you're so obsessed with... What are those words? Epitaphs? Yes. It's just numbers. It's just numbers. Yeah, honey, it's a cipher. So you have to take... Yeah, you can if you want. People worked on it for a while. But... Okay. Yeah, so uh, the chapter before it had an epitaph, and the numbers in the cipher correspond to the letters in... Like, which letters? So it's kind of confusing because you have 11s and you have 1s and they're right next to each other. Basically says something like, use the secret that destroyed the radiance against these ones if they show up again. And it's supposed to be like foreshadowing oh. that there's something that the radiance, that our radiance don't necessarily know, but it caused the recreance or something. So you have to be careful. So okay. you have to understand like that's something that Teravangian knows. Oh. Bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. So then we got uh, Adeline. He's fighting Ashnai and he sacrifices his armor to kill Ashnai. Mm-hmm. Scar and Dren, he saved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sensor's up. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's going to kick his ass. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. The way they, they, they he showed up was really cool. Yeah. He's like, oh, you. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Oh, shit, you're sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the next section is when Sil shows up. I guess he's fighting everyone, right? Yeah. Moash and well, everyone. Moash and Graves. Moash, like, punches him. Yeah. And was even like, oh, I didn't mean to, like, punch so hard, Galadin. And then he starts hearing Sil. Arguing with like, his father. And then, well, he's like, oh, I know that voice. And then, yeah, she's arguing with the Which is funny because earlier the Stormfather was like, I have a daughter who's disobeying me. I gotta go. And Don was like, wait, what? And then now you're here and like, still disobeying. Trying to like, get back to Captain. That made me so happy. And the Storm guy is so grumpy. <laughs> yeah, I accept it. You know, one thing though, like, she says, stretch forth thy hand. And I just thought that when I first read that, I was so just like off put because still never talks like that. With thighs and thine and shit. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a callback to, like, divinity, probably, because in Old English and before, like, modern English, even in, like, Shakespeare times, thy and thine was specifically used for, like, personal use, like, people you knew really, really well. And so as that kind of speech died out, it became more and more popular. It became more and more secluded, rather, less used only for, like, people you knew really well, like your mother and your father and your brothers and sisters and stuff like that. Uh, and then the last thing that really kind of held on to is the Bible, because the person who knows you the most is God, and your relationship to God is, is the most personal thing you ever experience. So that's why in the King James Bible and stuff, like, they still used words like thy and thine and stuff like that. So maybe when Sil is saying, like, stretch forth thy hand, he's trying to be like, oh, yeah, this is like divinity reaching out to you, kind of like Michelangelo's, like, you know, Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Right. Maybe. So, anyway. Oh, that scene was awesome, though. When Sil came in? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, like, the fucking frost comes in on the ground, and, like, the glyph shows up, and Graves is, like, running around, like, wow, I thought we could have... What did he say? He says something He was trying to keep... He he was trying to keep Kaladin and Galadar apart. Yeah. Oh, we thought we'd keep you apart. We didn't realize what we would do. Oh, my God, we inadvertently made this worse. 
or something, and then Kyle's like, oh shit. I got Donna. to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling me your plan, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so he saves Alucard, flies off, and then we see Adeline, like, totally fucked up. Right? He's missing his armor, and he's, like, bleeding. And then Dalinar, what, he, what does he say to Adeline? When Adeline busts in, right, and Dalinar's holding his bleeding son in his arms, you know, and he sees Seth, like, death, basically, show up. And he's like, I'm fucking dead. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, he, like, talks to Adeline, though. He's like, look, don't make the same mistakes I did. Like, you're going to be an awesome king. Like, yeah, yeah. He starts telling him all these things. And, like, that really hit my heartstrings, you know? Because he's like, fuck, it's like the last words of a father to his son, you know? Because he realized he was going to die. Yeah, you're going to die here, you know? Like, well, what do you- I mean, he's been being told the entire day you're going to die. And so then when Seth pops in, he's like, oh, oh. I'm actually going to die. <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> Because, like, I don't know, like, it, what would I say to Leo? If, I don't know. I don't know. I, I love you. And then, poof, we're fucking dead, yeah, yeah. you know? But, like, this is a cool, I don't know, this is, this is really bad. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, Scene. So this is where Royon, who is, like, the cowardly dude, mm-hmm. like, while, while Dalinar is fighting, sorry, let me back up. Dalinar is fighting Seth mm-hmm. after he has his little goodbye with Adeline. And Adeline's like, wow, my dad is, like, kicking ass. He's, like, a fucking flurry. He's, he's just majestic watching Dalinar fight Seth. Mm-hmm. And then, I think what happens is Dalinar's trying to lose. And that's when Royon, like, rushes him with a bunch of dudes. You're like, dude, this fucking guy is supposed to be a coward. He's showing up with, like, a side sword and a couple dudes to, like, fight death itself. And, like, bridgemen are showing up. And, like, yeah. everyone is trying to, like, gang up on Seth. And it's kind of like, wow, look at this. This is cool. So, like, Dalinar inspired all these guys to, like, fight Seth in the middle of this, like, battle. Right. Seth, know? who cannot be killed. Who just barely, yeah, he's just invincible, right. you know? And uh, it's fucking crazy. It shows the influence of honor in their little, like, society and yes. how it can spread to, like, others, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, well, he, like, sends Roy out into the sky and the Roy out goes, oh, and fucking dies. I know. Wow. Right? That and was then, crazy. And then, like, you know, they're all fighting. They're like, Adeline jumps up or something. Yeah. And then, like, despite all that shit, he still, like, fucking tags Dalinar, and Dalinar flies up into the sky, and then Adeline's like, no, and he fucking gets his like, wrist broken. Yeah. Seth, you know? And then he, like, gets the shit pumped out of him, just like, Moash beat the fuck out of Kaladin, like, Seth beats the shit out of Aladdin, and you're like, oh my god, this is Adeline, and you're like, this is it, it's gonna be over. And then what do you see but, like, the fucking, like, Kaladin. glowing figure of Dalinar, like, floating down, and, like, Kaladin busts down like a fucking meteor and blows up, and you're like, <gasps> that was amazing. Landing. Superhero landing. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which, I mean, you know that, but it was just yeah. badass. Just yes. The, the thing I wanted to say about this was, um, was Dalinar had mentioned that the, his, the heavy burden of, of his brother dying has now been lifted, though. Yes. Yeah. Earlier, but. Because, you know, he just, he, he's been carrying that in a while. Like, oh, if I was there, if I wasn't drunk, if I. Yeah. Could have been there. But it was like, him. there was no way that you would have saved like, your brother. This guy is just. Unbelievable. He, yeah. Yeah. He's got an honor blade. He's got stormlight. There's nothing you could do. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah. After all that, uh, I don't know. Just Calvin just kicks ass. He just fucking... They're, they're flying around. And they're <laughs> fighting and still I this ass. was the worst thing to read, though. What? Oh, my God. It was the worst thing to get through. It was just fighting. Okay, I get it. You're fighting. Okay. Like, 
I move on with the story. Oh, dude, for me it was awesome. It was like this huge release because it was like, oh, like Kaladin is finally free. Like he's in the skies, and you get to see his like his powers that he's been like moping around with like for fucking eighty chapters, right? And now he's finally like taken, and he's like, fucking wind is catching his hair, and he's Seth, still. Seth like, is Kaladin. also having like a crazy mind blown situation because he was like, you're not radiant. Kaladin's like. I am radiant. He's like, Look at me, you're bro. doing something, but it's not that. It's just like, Seth, give it up. Like, He's what do you think radiant. is happening here? Yeah. In the first, in the first edition of the book, Kaladin kills Seth. Oh no way! Yeah. So like, Seth apparently realizes that he's a dumbass, and like, fake par- like he he attacks Kaladin in the sky, and then like fake, par- he's just like, fuck, I'm not gonna parry or something, and so like, lets Kaladin basically kill him. Oh. And then that's the end. The but in this issue? book, they decided to change it. So, like, he Why? cuts off his hands, and, oh, and then he grabs the honor blade, and, like, Seth gets resurrected. Uh, I don't know, because I guess they want, like, Kaladin to relish. And, like, like, the whole theme of this was don't, you don't want to kill for revenge with oh. Moash. And then, like, what's Kaladin going to just go kill Seth? Seth, right, right, right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but, I guess. Like, but I know, but, like, you were def- Seth was, like, trying to kill everyone. So it was more of, like, a defense thing. Yeah. Like, he still killed Seth. He's still, in, yeah, he still basically defeated him. Yeah. Yeah. He defeated Seth, so. I don't know. Anyway, so. Um, I also like to point out when uh, they get, they asked Kaladin, where is Elkar? Oh. <laughs> he just, like, smiles. Smiles. <laughs> Cut to he's with Lopin. But it's like cause they, Lopin, the way that they describe him and everything, and then like he's like with his mom, and his mom's like, No, eat the soup. You have to eat the soup. He's like, Oh my god, I'm fucking too hungover for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we laugh. It's like, doesn't matter what you know your rank is, like, she you she outranks everyone in her house. Yeah, mom outranks everybody. Mr. King. That made me laugh. Sit your ass down. Yeah. No, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. They actually gave Kaladin, like, a little sense of humor. Somewhere in all this midst, Shallon ends up saving the rest of the... Right. Of everyone. Aladar does something. He, like, says, oh, I I defeated the Vengeance Pact. I I, I won. Everyone's like, Great, dude. Get over there. <laughs> the desolation happened. Now we gotta get the fuck out of here. Right. So they. So in. So there's a, a circle in the middle of this. Yes. And she is on the circle, and she figured out somehow that it's more of like a fabriol. Yep. And so she has to light. She's just sucking in stormlight from everything, in order to get this fabriol to work. She's infusing the lamps in this giant, like, circular structure. And they have, like, inlets with, like... And she's infusing it. She's infusing them. So she's like, who else has stormlight? Because she needed more stormlight. She's like, everyone... Put it in So everyone now knows that she's this. And then everyone gets to go through... I didn't understand what happened here. Where did they go? They went to Erythra. Oh, so they're now in they the city. Trans- it's like a portal. It's like a portal. Yeah. So when they went to this portal, they were saved from the storm that came through. Right. So why is anyone freaking out about the storm then? Because they're, if you're in Erythru, aren't you safe? Yeah, but like... So as long as you don't live... Is... So as long as you don't go through Erythru, you should be fine. Well, yeah. If you go to Erythru, you're fine. But the problem is like, 
Not everybody can fit in a There's room. There's only so many people that got onto that one platform, right? So Not now, the entire army, first off, made it to that platform. Right. Because well, they were on a control platform. But, like, there's a bigger plateau that everyone was standing on. That whole, that whole platform got shipped yes. over. And you have to use a bunch of Stormlight. And every time you use Stormlight, you can let some people in through this platform. Right. Okay. Of which, the, of which there are ten platforms. And they're placed mm. around the, the world. It's apparently yeah. a really big city that's taking them, like, days to search. The is huge. It's like a giant tower with all these, like, platforms and shit on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and the problem is, like, the Everstorm is going the wrong way. So, just because you're not on the Shattered Plane, like, you, you're there, but then as the Everstorm continues to go, because it hits the normal, um, so we keep going, and then, I think it goes this, this way, and, uh, so like, all the houses, all, well, no, Erythrus is really high in the sky, and actually it's, like, above all the storms, so storms don't get affected. Oh! It's, it's in the mountains. Yeah, they'll See, tell I you didn't, that. I didn't well. get that. But they'll tell you about that later. But, yeah, so, so but, like, the problem with the Everstorm is that it goes the wrong way. So, like, yeah. everyone's houses are built, like, you know, windward and shit. So, like, when the Everstorm comes, fucking uh, east to west, everyone's houses are built to withstand oh. that. When the Everstorm comes the other way, it'll be a problem. Fuck everybody out. I just assumed that they were upset because the storms are going to eventually collide again at the same time. So, that happened because the Stormfather sent a special storm. Oh. That was during the weeping. There was supposed to be no high storm. Right. Right. Stormfather just did that. And that was a cataclysmic event at that area to completely destroy everything. Right. But that, that, that's not real. That's not usual. Every once in a while, there will be a high storm. And it might coincide with a weather storm. But that's not the same thing. Yeah. And they're saying, with the... I thought the problem was, with the Everstorm, it turns all the Parsindy back. The Everstorm allows Odium's spread to come in, and then they can... Basically possess, I guess you could say, the dull form people, yeah. or, or give them new forms. Yeah. And so yes, that does happen. Okay. Yeah. That was just. Really and so all the Parshendi now are going to be basically yeah. out of dull form or out of slave form, and into either dull form or storm form or something else. Right. Uh, because of the Everstorm. And that's uh, a problem. And that's a problem because now they're going, wait, wait, you guys fucking enslaved me for a quarter of a fucking years? <laughs> like, excuse me. Excuse me. So they're a little pissed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so, so yeah, they're in year three, they're running around, they're doing their thing. This was when, this was when Shallon found out that she killed her mother, ah. which I called it. You sure I, did. I, I forgot which part of it, but we were, I think we were chit-chatting and I was like, oh my God, Shallon killed her mom. And it got really weird. Yeah. I think one time, I think I actually said it. You I did? Said, yeah. We were talking and I was like, oh yeah. And then we, we just really know that she killed her mom. And then you were like, was that a spoiler? Uh, no. I oh my god, no. Oh, did that really happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I, I thought I it. I was going to add one of the podcasts. But yeah, no, um, that, that happened for sure. Oh. I was like, oh no, I came up with just said that shit. <laughs> oh, I thought I came up with it. You think you did, but I confirmed it on accident. And oh. I feel horrible. I don't understand the conflict between the ghost buds. What do you mean? I, I mean, I don't understand what they want. They want, uh, they want something they don't talk about yet. Oh. It's a Cosmere-wide thing they want to do. Okay. It just, I was like, but everyone kind of it's wants... It's bigger than the planet. Okay. We'll explain it later. Mm, kind of. Okay. But not really. Anyways, and then Seth was saved. He's a Radiant of some sort because he's so loyal. He's not a Radiant. He's he's getting powers. He's going to, yeah. Be a he's been initiated into the Skybreakers by yeah. mail. Because mm-hmm. he's like, dude, you were like... 
You followed the fucking rules. Like to a T. To a T. So which like is very... It's very law, law man of you. Yeah. Yep. And so he's like, hey, you're going to be a right now. Be yeah. my little princess. I and then he little, gives him night blood. I was cool. a bit like... I So uh, Dalinar, who's trying to unite all of the Radiants, and then Seth is going to become Radiant, I was like, that's not going to go wrong. No. Yeah, it's going crazy. Okay, so when you read the words, hello, would you like to destroy some evil today? Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, that's so funny. Ha ha. <laughs> but like, if you had read Warbreaker, you would know instantly that that's night blood. Which What's is a Warbreaker? sentient... Warbreaker is the book that Zahel was from. Zahel, oh. he's a basher. And he created this sword. And I think that he created the sword in order to kind of imitate Sharpblades. And so he infused it via their magic system on his planet, uh, what's called breaths. And so this thing is, I think it's a steel sword. I'm not sure if it's steel or iron. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. Uh, actually, it doesn't matter. But it's a black sword, right? And you pull it out, and basically it destroys you like, oh by your gosh. soul. Yeah. Like, so when you get hit by it, you turn into, like, dust. Oh. And then the sword eats you, basically. Ew, that's weird. And so the sword was given one command, which was destroy evil. And usually, if you have, are an evil person or if you have evil intent, you're going to be inexplicably drawn to the sword to pick it up and unsheathe it. Because when you unsheathe it, it'll suck your life blood out of you. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah. And then... If you're a good person or whatever, you're like, you feel kind of disgusted by the sword. And I don't remember what Seth felt. I don't think he felt anything. I don't think he mentioned it. I think he just, he just grabbed it and he was like, oh. They mentioned none of what you said. They kind of get into it kind of later. But uh, yeah, so it's a whole thing. It's it's really badass. So they have a whole mechanic by which he works. There's there's a whole book, Warbreaker. And I think the entire book of Warbreaker was to give you the idea of what the sword does. Because the sword becomes very, very important in this series. Okay. Even more important as it goes along. Okay. Um, we found out that Dalinar was a race for him a radiant. Yeah, Stormfather he is the Stormfather himself. I know. The Stormfather. Like, like you say, it's his sill. It is his sill. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, it's his friend. But yeah, he's like, you know, the god of all the spren. He's not just a he's sill. He's still a spren. It's like, uh, he's a spren and a god. He said both. It's pretty badass. I mean, but I like how he got stuck with like the grumpiest of all of the spren. <laughs> Think, well, we were talking about this earlier, but like, still... He's like, I'm not going to come when you want me to. Yeah, hey, you watch yourself, because yeah. I'm not just something that's bragging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, my God, dude. I don't know why it makes me right? laugh what? so hard when the grumpy, stormy guy comes. Or doesn't he, like, ask him questions? The strong father's just like... Burr. Yeah, he's like, the, the thunder. He's going to rumble at you. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I read it, and I was like, oh, thunder is cool. Like, um. oh, I bet it was like, rumble, rumble, rumble. You read it. <laughs> <laughs> so then Adeline kills Sadius. Oh, God, that was so fucking awesome. Oh, that was such a good scene. I read that and I thought, thank fucking God. I'm done with the yeah, Sadius bastard. I know, but it, it did sort of, it, the, that's the end of that. Of Sadius. Of Sadius. You think so, but no, because he has a wife. Oh, because his wife is even wife more is evil even than him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, that's not good. Anyways, <laughs> and then Rhaenyran, who who comes in and says, like, oh, I'm a Radiant, too, because he doesn't have the glasses on and whatnot. And they're like, yeah. I'm glasses. He says that he is the um, Radiant who sees the future. Yeah. He's and, too watching. And no one asked him, what do you see? I thought they did. I thought they explained it. Like, he sees pictures. He sees images. And so he doesn't... It's not like he... It's not like he's jumping in a time machine and looking at the future. He just, like, sees crystallized stuff. And the thing about his friend is that his friend is corrupted. 
Oh. I don't know if they explain that or not, but oh. like, do you remember how the he shoe guy? Cropsy was never mentioned. The shoe guy? Yeah. His friend looked like crystallized light and it was white. And it okay. popped up. But Red Aaron's is like red or something. Like it pops up and like the light's kind of inverted. It's very oh, strange. I didn't see it's that. different. So when he sees the future, it's not exactly the same. It's, it's, he, he has a special situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Kaladin's like, I gotta go save my mom and dad. Yes! Yay! <laughs> we get to see his parents. Yeah, we did. Parents. Yep. And then, and the, is that the end of this one and the goods prologue? Yeah, what's the, what's the epilogue in this one again? Jazz no lips. Oh my god. Jazz no lips. Oh my god. Wait, I think Wit goes to see Daphne. I know it. No, you know what? This is fucking garbage. And I want to say it. No, it's not garbage. <laughs> I called it. This is I, First off, I would like to say that when Jasna quote unquote died, I said, I don't think she died. You There's did. No, no way. you were 100% right the entire time. Yes. And I remember saying before, like, oh gosh, you know, like people have talked about how Gandalf died. And now he like came back to life and it's kind of bullshit. He's like, oh well, it doesn't really it kind of destroy the whole like impact of his death. Maybe. And in the beginning maybe. of this book, Jasna dies, and you're like, oh, okay, that's that's awesome, that's really impactful. But then you're like, oh, how'd she come back? Because she's a fucking radiant, and you can't oh. kill those motherfuckers. Like, oh. she probably just like cognitive transferred herself into the fucking cognitive realm. Good. But you. Does she go into like Shadesmar? Yeah, exactly. She just like transferred herself into Shadesmar. Probably walked around somewhere until she found enough stormlight to transfer herself back. But like, dude, first off, how long were you gone? Yeah. Like, excuse me. And second off, it's like. She's been gone for quite a while. Just die. Brandon, just, no. let, just let someone no. in this book die, no. like, in a meaningful way. No. Like, still came back. Sadie's is dead. Still came back and that was nice. Sadie's is dead. Sadie's is dead. A lot of the Bridgman have died. I just feel like His Jasna's brother died. Jasna Did not was, need to was die. perfectly replaced by Navani and Shallon working together. No, I'm you excited. You don't need Jasna to come back. Yes, you do. No, you don't. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. That was like, oh, fuck me. Really? Really? I yeah. got so excited. I was, it was so cheapened for me. It was just like, really? Like, they come back in the epilogue. Yeah. Like, after all this shit happens, like, now she shows up. I like how it was like, done. We already fixed that. Oh, the Everstorm came. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like a story. So I just like it was fun, but like, they can kind of speak about things and mm-hmm. kind of see what's going on. But it's also like, oh. I'm excited to see what happens in the next book, though, with, with Jasmine coming back. Oh, yeah. A lot of the cool things happen, for sure. But for me, I'm just like, ugh, come on, man. Um, one opinion's one person's opinion, another person's opinion. You can't please everyone. No, you can't. I love Jasmine coming certainly back. certainly can. All right, girls, what do you think you rated this book at? It's pretty good. It's awesome. I like it. It's a good book. Yeah? What yeah. would you say out of ten? Six. Six? Honey, you got up to a seven earlier. I'm six. Why do you say that? That's too much fighting. It wasn't even like good fighting. Like, it oh, was just wow. like, like oh, okay, I get it, they're fighting. <laughs> they're still fighting. Oh, he's still chasing him through the cloud? Okay. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. It's just a bit much. Interesting. All right, cool. But well, you like the fighting. I do like I the fighting. I don't like the I mean, fighting. the action was like, finally, yeah. Jesus, I mean, after all the moping, it was, was like, like a nice. a little bit of romance. Like, the Shallon, like, forcing herself on Adeline's a bit, like, I think you're forcing it. Shallon, we all know you should be with Galen. <laughs> we all know who you want to be with, who you should be with. Well, no, just... I think she wants to be with Adeline. I just think she's like really pushing it. Mm. So I don't know. It's a good, it's a, it's a fine book. 
fine. But okay, I'll give it a 7.5. I'm going to delete everything else except 7.5. Okay. Perfect. All right, cool. Well, thanks, guys, for listening in. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, feel free to hit us up at drinkingbystormland at gmail.com or see us on Instagram at drinkingbystormland. Thanks again for listening in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We have a strong show.